Humans, 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 humans. Oh, humans. Happy Friday the 15th. Earliest you can hear this is Friday the 15th of December. We're smack dab in the middle of the holiday season. Are we? I guess. I don't know. (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, it's the Christmas season after Thanksgiving, but is it the holiday? I guess it's the holidays. Yeah. Yeah, it's the holidays. Um, welcome to the show, humans. Welcome to the show. Last week you were hearing me get sick. I got a very bad cold and it was kind of starting during the show and it lasted for a day and a half, but I did not have COVID. I took a COVID test the morning after the show, humans, and I was negative, negative. Welcome to the show. Today, you know, last week I talked a little bit about popular demand you know, Taylor Swift is in our in our lives so much because of popular demand. That's okay. You know, sometimes this show might be a little alt, a little alternative. But we also enjoy a little popular demand around here. And I've been saying something for a very long time now, if not the entirety of the show, which is the show belongs to all of us. You know, my name's on the marquee. You know, I have the microphone. I have the website where the podcast is hosted. I do the uploading and the editing and the, you know, there's, there's, there's work humans that goes into the show besides just getting to sit here and talk to you. And so for that reason, my name's on the marquee, but it's all of our, it's all of our show. It's all of our show. So that concept meets what I think is popular demand. And we'll get to that. I want to talk about something that we've already talked about a few times this year, but it 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 bears bringing up Pumpkin Southern Tier Pumpkin Southern Tier Brewery out of Western New York. <coughs> I was corrected, and I was wrong. And speaking of corrections, there is a correction from last week. It was sent into the listener line uh, Friday morning. Friday morning, this person corrected me. And uh, he wasn't the only one. He wasn't the only one, and, it, and it's it's funny, and it's true. And humans, I was talking about Time Magazine. I think that was last week also, or possibly the week before. We're going to talk about Time Magazine again, believe it or not. Who likes to go to the mall this time of year? I like to go to the mall this time of year, Once. I like to go to the mall once this time of year. Preferably if I've already done all my shopping and it's just fun to go be a part of the hustle and bustle and walk through the stores and window shop, hit up the food court, see what's what, smell the smells. Of course, I mean the Cinnabon, the Auntie Anne's. Uh, I like going to the mall once this year, <laughs> but also I live in New York, so going to a mall is... is a novelty, but even when I lived in mall culture, or you know, Chattanooga, Knoxville, and Savannah, I enjoyed the mall at Christmas. Again, if I wasn't totally stressed and there just out of a sheer panic. And humans, bowl games. Terry, say that bowl games are starting up. Bowl games start this Saturday, believe it or not. Of course, we can all believe it because there's 43 of them, but. It's kind of fun to have them on in the background. I mean, what else? 
<laughs> for those of us that have to have a television on all the time, even when we go out to a, to a pub, even when we go out for a burger, it's nice to have them on. There's a comfort there. I, I This early in the season, I, or any time, I prefer a bowl game to the NBA. I'll say it. And, and, and college basketball, come on. Way too early for that. So, humans, strap in. Let's get it. Oh, and we have a listener line. Well, the listener line actually will tie into the popular demand. It's just as much your show as it is mine concept. So we'll get there. Let's go straight to pumpkin. You've heard me talk about this. It's my favorite pumpkin beer. I think that this this is pumpkin beer season. We're in it. You know, you have, at least we do, we do, we have pumpkin pie for dessert on Christmas. So if pumpkin pie is a dessert item, you know, fall doesn't start until, excuse me, fall doesn't end until next Thursday, the 21st. Where are all my equinox, excuse me, where are all my solstice heads at? Where are my solstice heads at? Um, I think if you're having pumpkin pie as dessert, if it's a, it's a, to me, it's a normal dessert to have on Christmas. I, I think that, think that is the case. Then it's pumpkin beer season. I know, I know I'm preaching mostly to the choir here, humans, but isn't this, you know, isn't this a place for us to talk about things and get things off our chest? Needless to say, this is the time of year you can't find it. So I'm kind of curious. I'm kind of curious. I want to pose a question to you humans. And this is specific to pumpkin because it's my favorite. And, you know, the good ones are hard to find. Now, a pumpkin beer that I happen to dislike. A pumpkin beer that I happen to dislike. Uh, I see it on the shelves here. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the Brooklyn Brewery Post Road Pumpkin. I don't know why. I don't really like the shipyard pumpkin. I haven't seen that in a long time. Maybe this doesn't exist anymore. There's certain pumpkin beers I don't like. But I, I see some of those on the shelves still. But pumpkin, come on, long gone. And and probably there's probably some other great ones that also fly off the shelves. Well, I found myself. I tried a new play. I watched, you know, you know me, humans. I love to watch the Army-Navy game. I was watching the Army-Navy game last Saturday. I took myself out to a new place. Had a burger and a beer. And sitting there, had the IPA. I'm sitting there, you know, working my way through my burger, working my way through my fries. And the chap next to me, I heard him order a pumpkin, and I, my jaw just about hit the floor. I was like, this place has pumpkin? Holy crap, I didn't even think to read the whole list. I've I've already been burned once going to a bar humans like two weeks ago where they had pumpkin on the chalkboard. I ordered one. They're like, no, no, we don't have it anymore. I was thrilled. So there I was. I believe it was December 8th. Uh, checking the calendar. Nope, December 9th, humans. I had one on December 9th. And I felt so happy. And of course, a cinnamon rim. A cinnamon sugar rim. <laughs> Who doesn't love that? So even I kind of beg the question from you. When's when is your latest in the year pumpkin? You know how have you been able to have the self control that Brendan and Savannah, you know, fully admitted? Like those things, 
I buy them. I have them in my cabinet. They don't last. Does anyone out there have the self-control? Does anyone have a secret spot they know still has them? Or, you know, you're just getting lucky like I did, walking into a bar and it's like they still have it on draft. I tried to explain this concept to the chap next to me, which is always risky, humans. You start talking to a stranger at the bar, at a bar and maybe you just want to say like one quick thing, you know, just for a little bit of social interaction, but you don't want to get into like full on talker mode. Because, I don't know, that'll happen, you know. It's, I mostly keep to myself because I don't want that to happen. <laughs> but I was like, dude, I can't believe they have bumpkin. I kind of explained what I was talking about. He seemed mildly interested. <laughs> Son of a bitch ordered one, I'll tell you that much. Anyway, let me know, humans. When's, when's, your, latest, when's your latest pumpkin? I've, I went December 9th. That's the latest one I've chalked up. Boy, I tell you, I'd love to have one on Christmas Day. So, let me know. Let me know. Well, humans, we are going to get to this popular demand concept. But before we do, Time Magazine. Of course, I was suggesting that Time Magazine, you know, I mean... Used to be everywhere. I mean, of course, newsstands. You know, um, it it was a, a huge chunk of society. You'd see it places. You go to a dentist appointment. You go to here or there. Of course, there were just magazines. You, you know, you read the magazine at the place you were going to. I read highlights well into my. Uh, what are they, what are they, young adulthood? Aren't like no, novel, you know, novels are called YA for young adults. I read Highlights Magazine in waiting rooms well into my young adulthood. Time Magazine. And of course, I was saying last week, the, the only time that we even hear about them anymore is when they come with the person of the year. And of course, this year's Taylor Swift. Well, I received this voice mail. This voicemail from my old man uh, just a couple of days ago. Humans, take a listen. Hey, Sid. Just call and let you know that I'm sure you won't be too surprised to learn that, yes, we do still subscribe to Time Magazine. <laughs> but we have not received our copy of Person of the Year with Taylor Swift on the cover. We're wondering if somebody stole it. So we'll... Uh, We'll wait and see if that arrives or not. Humans, do you hear that? Do you hear that? Now, I guess we shouldn't be surprised. You know, folks of my parents' generation started subscribing. I mean, they must have, they've been subscribing to Time Magazine because, I, you know, we had it in the house growing up. But they must have been, they must have been subscribing to this magazine almost as, it, as long as they've been alive or longer or maybe just shorter. But, I mean, I'm 42. I bet they've been subscribing for, like, 40 years. Now, there you go. If, you, if you're in the magazine business, your customers must be loyal, but they must also, you know, there's, there's fewer and fewer every day. Let's put it that way. Anyway, can you imagine? Can you imagine, humans, 
You subscribe to Time Magazine. You you get this paper thing in the world of digital. I've, I've since talked to my dad since that, and he said that it's gone now from a weekly magazine to to, uh, to twice a month or every other week or something like that. And it's different. It's different than it was. Um, it sways a little more away from news and a little more into features or something. But it still exists. But can you imagine subscribing to this magazine? And, uh, you know, most of the time you're just on an island. Who else reads time? Maybe your contemporaries, maybe other people your age. But the one time of the year that the finger, or excuse me, the ear of the world is listening to the pulse of Time magazine, you don't get your copy. I would assume the sexiest cover of the year. I don't know. I don't know. There you are waiting for it to come in the mail. And we have a mail slot, humans. We have a mail slot at our home. You know, you open a flap and you push the mail into the door. Then it falls on the floor of our front, our front entryway. You wait, you wait, you wait, and it never comes. It never, I mean, not to sexualize this, but I'm just thinking of issues that stand out in the world. This is like getting Sports Illustrated and then not getting a swimsuit issue. You know, this is like getting this is like subscribing to Vogue and not getting the September issue. There's just certain issues that stick out in the world of periodicals. You know, it's like it's like, you know, the polar bear swim at Coney Island. Arguably, I think the most famous of the polar plunges. The Coney Island Polar Bear Club, they do they do a plunge every month, not just on January 1st. January 1st is the most famous. But you can go do a plunge in February and March and in, you know, December and November. They, the Polar Bear Club meets one weekend, one Saturday or Sunday every month out there in Coney Island. And, of course, the January plunge... On January 1st is the most popular, and there's thousands of people that show up instead of, I would assume, a couple dozen diehards. This is their, this is the January 1st polar plunge. This is the person of the year issue. And what a, what a, what a person of the year issue. Taylor Swift and her cat. Stolen. Stolen. We talked a few days ago. They've not still received it. I've not heard any communicated from them about it up until recording time now. So I assume it never made it. Now, like I said, my parents have a mail slot. So things like magazines don't get left on the porch. Things like magazines, we don't have a mailbox where someone can just come rummage through it. Once... The postman delivers something like letters or a tiny thing, you know, or a magazine. It's in the home. Bing, bang, boom. No one's stealing it. And, of course, this is a, this show, we have a regard for the Postal Service. You know, we have some postmen that listen. But you got to wonder... Where did this thing go missing? Because it didn't it didn't get stolen. It's not porch pirates in our case. 
<clears throat> was it from Time? <laughs> was it some employee at Time? Was it someone for the Postal Service? I mean, it's a flashy... You're used to delivering this this meaningless magazine throughout the year. <laughs> and then finally, there's a cover you can relate to. It's got to be tempting. It's got to be tempting. I want to be careful, you know, not to blame our brothers and sisters at the Postal Service. Maybe it's someone that works at Time Magazine. I mean, those seem to be the only two choices here, humans. Occam's razor, the simplest explanation is usually the right one. I'm paraphrasing, but that's about it, right? What a freaking tragedy. What a tragedy. <clears throat> I think I think we're in our right minds to reach out to Taylor and tell her what happened. Like, my parents love time. They're, they're time people. This... You know, this is your chance to reach some people that are in their 70s. And they that was stopped. This is someone who would have had a paper copy of your magazine. I'm sure Taylor has a bunch of paper copies because they probably gave her a bunch. This is a chance for like a non-Swifty to actually, you know, what it meant when something hit the newsstands. It's going to hit the newsstands on a certain day. And yet this newsstand remains empty. I think I will try to reach out to Taylor and let her know. I think that would be, you know, you hear about these like celebrities now and then that go to prom with someone that couldn't get a date. And it's like the cutest thing you ever heard. I think I'm going to have to reach out to Taylor. Maybe we'll do it in mass here. Humans, maybe I'll organize, you know, we all kind of reach out and say on behalf of the show, we'd like a feel good moment here. Can we get, can we get a paper copy to the Hollis house? Please. Tragedy. Tragedy ain't just a song by the Bee Gees, humans. And one last thing, I mean, that makes it so tragic. is It's Time Magazine Person of the Year. Not Time.com Person of the Year. Remember, we were clinging to the idea that these photo spreads are going to be in nice, big, glossy pages. Not on someone's tiny phone or, or even on their iPad or laptop. We're, these are these are glossy pages for these these picture spreads, these photo shoots. Time magazine person of the year, not time.com. Well, this will go in the letter, humans. This will go in the letter to Taylor. Help us, Taylor. You're our only hope. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Anyway, humans. So before we talk a little malls, let's let's talk about this popular de- demand concept. It's just as much your show as it is mine, humans. Well, last week or was it the week before? I think last week I was like, "Hey, send me your Ulog videos. Send me your Ulog videos. I'll put them up on SydneyHollisShow.com." And then when it comes time to put up a fireplace on your television screen, you don't have to just go to Netflix fireplace for your home. You don't have to live in New York City on Christmas Day and turn on Channel 11 WPIX. You can say, hey, there's another option. 
this this person that I peripherally know through the Sydney Hollow Show has uploaded a log. Well, they sent one to Sid, and Sid looped it, and Sid's put it on his website, so we can we can have a different log. Well, we've had one sent in so far. We've had one sent in so far, and uh, listener, it's from Chris. It's from Chris in, Gu- Chris in Guatemala. Chris, I will put that up. I will put that up. It'll be up uh, by Saturday afternoon. <laughs> I promise. I promise. And humans, that means for you, it'll be up by Saturday afternoon. It means by on Saturday night, you can pour yourself a glass of eggnog. You can turn on Chris's lock. You know, when you get sick of the Birchwood edition on Netflix. And I will get that up. Heck, maybe, me, yeah, probably by Saturday afternoon. Probably by Saturday afternoon. So in that vein, I mentioned that Truck sent in a video last year. And who do we think showed up to the listener line? Truck from Savannah. Sydney, greetings humans. This is Truck in Savannah. I, I, I'm confused. I'm dumbfounded. I've been working so hard trying to get this perfect Yule dog, getting dogs to just chill out and stay in scene for extended period of time. And all along, you just wanted a Yule log. I mean, I can burn shit, no problem. I'll get you a Yule log this weekend. Man, I thought it was kind of crazy that Sid would want a Yule dog. And they're like, I don't know. You're more like a dog catcher or euthanizer. I can't imagine you caring about my sweet little dog. But I digress. Awesome, man. I'm excited to burn shit and get you a Yule log this year. Great. See you later, humans. (laughs) Now, humans, first of all, doesn't truck sound chipper? I mean, he's a great participant in the show, but he has a certain vibrance to him in this audio, doesn't he? It put a smile on my face ear to ear. I've even got rosy cheeks and I'm smiling so hard. Yule dogs, boy. What a character. What a character. But humans... Maybe it's because it's the holiday season, or maybe it's just because, you know, I want to say it's just as much y'all's show as it is mine. And while I don't know if this counts as popular demand yet because it's one person, I know there's a lot of dog lovers here. We've got Truck. We've got Brendan. We've got Andy in Tampa. There's, there's more of you out there, I'm sure. And you listen to this podcast, despite my, my takes on dogs. But like I say, it's just as much your show as it is mine. So, okay. We will also accept Yule Dog videos. If you just want to send in videos of your dogs. And, and of course, this will kind of go on a loop. So, you know, they don't. I guess he was right. If they're being still, that's a little easier. You know, because when it loops over, people won't really notice. And I, listen, humans. I know there's all kind of screensavers people make this time of year where there are dogs. But not like ours. We want the peacefulness, the serenity, you know, of some still dogs. Some still dogs. You know, like I said, humans, <clears throat> I, I, uh, 
I was quite the god at the Upright Citizens Brigade at one time. And uh, I learned a lot while I was there, both as a student both and as a performer. And one of the things is like, you know, there's one concept sort of is like, well, kind of every idea has been done. Every idea has been done. But it's how you do it that's unique. You know? And I think about that because then someone's like, well, there, I've already seen blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, but it's how you do it that's unique. The Sidney Hollis show take, well, first of all, I've never heard anyone call it a Yule Dog. The Sydney Hollis show take on that. Here I am, a guy who's happy to not spend time with dogs, who's happy to not pet dogs, who's happy to overlook them, who, you know, gets annoyed that I have to stutter step around a dog and a leash and an owner on the sidewalk. And here I am saying, you know what? I think the show would want this. I'll forgo my own opinions and I'll, I'll loop these things and I'll put them on the site. There's something to that, humans. And it's also a holiday gift. So we will accept Yule Log and Yule Dog videos. And of course, those will be visible on sydneyhollishow.com. I would assume that the URL will be slash Yule Log slash, well, let's say Yule Logs and then slash Yule Dogs. Two different sites, two different pages. Uh, so, you know, and I don't know, humans, maybe this will be fun for you. You know, I always get a real kick out of when, like, the local TV stations will, like, kind of do, like, holiday cards as a bumper. And it'll show, like, the the whole, you know, news crew. And it's like, from our family to yours, happy holidays from WJCL or whatever it is. Or then they'll show the troops. And it's like, from so-and-so brigade or um, battalion out in out in uh, stationed overseas. Happy holiday! You know they're, they 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 kind of do those sort of cards, and it's always fun. Maybe this is our way of doing that here at the show. Show us your Yule dog, or show us your Yule log. <laughs> so thank you, truck and humans. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Last year, Truck just got us some footage. I think it was like overhead footage of the dogs kind of on like a cement pad near the home. They were kind of breathing a lot. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what people come up with. Um, I know you're a creative bunch. You certainly are willing to participate in an audio Halloween costume contest. So humans, I was talking about Die Hard last. Uh, I made a Die Hard reference last week. Of course, I like to watch Die Hard this time of year. I think it's, you know, it's become one of my Christmas movies. It gets me in the mood. And it's funny because, like, I don't know, the scene that really does it for me is when the limo is, like, driving early in the movie to the uh, location where most of it takes place. And there's, like, this beautiful orange sunset. And that's kind of nothing to do with Christmas, but I don't know. It gets me humans. So, Last week, I was falling under the spell of this cold, you know, I would say before your eyes, but before your ears. And in my rough shape, I powered through. (laughs) But somehow, I ended up calling the place where most of the movie Die Hard takes place, of course, the, the name of the thing in the film. 
I called it Takamichi Towers. Well, promptly on Friday, I received this listener line. Nakatomi Plaza, not Takamichi Tower. That's from David in Boulder. (laughs) Humans, I can't believe that. Takamichi is a line of bath products. And for some reason, that word was just in my head. But incredible. You know, I'm patting myself on the back here. Incredible. That somehow, even though I got the word wrong, I managed to find some alliteration about a building. Takamichi Tower. But it is not. Well, I guess there's not. I guess there's not alliteration in the actual thing. So maybe I should, maybe I should take that pat on the back. That Pat on the back. Jeez, it's happening again, humans. Away. It is Nagatomi Plaza. How could I forget? Clearly, I've not watched it this year. Thank you, David. And in good form, his brother Drew, Drew and Savannah, texted me the same thing on a little group chat. Uh, Not long after, but David was first, and David sent it in by audio. Uh, and wanted to make sure he got credit in the listener line here. And uh, here's your credit, uh, correction credit. <laughs> Doesn't it? Now, I don't know. There's a little bit of noise when he talks. <clears throat> I'd like to assume that he's like listening to the podcast while he's having like a bowl of cereal. And he's just that excited to tell me that he's like, like mid chew. I might be wrong. You know, I'm just, I'm taking some liberties here with what I hear, but I like to believe he's like, Having a bowl of cereal and just like, no, no, this won't stand. I'm getting it out now. Nakatomi Plaza, not Takamichi Tower. Who knows? But I love it. That adds a little texture. Thank you, David. David and Boulder, everybody. So, humans, speaking of the holidays and speaking of large edifices, Nakatomi Plaza, how about malls? How about malls? Now, what I'm hoping to do, I'm going to go to a mall this year, damn it. Damn it. I'd like to go to a mall, and then I want to have, like, a peppermint frosty, or maybe I'll go, maybe I'll have a mall, maybe I'll have a peppermint frosty on the way to the mall from Wendy's, and then maybe I'll go to the mall, and then maybe on the way home from the mall, I'll have, like, a peppermint, the peppermint shake from Chick-fil-A, who knows? Really lean into it. And, of course, I already said I'm going to hit up the food court while I'm at the mall, humans. There's just something fun about having Christmas music on. Let's face it, there's probably, there's, I hope there's a chill in the air. It is freaking December, but who knows anymore. But I just, there's something I remember about going to the mall or going shopping with my cousins or this and that. And it's cold out, so you get in the car and it's a little chilly until it warms up. And then you go to the mall and there's the hustle and bustle. And I, I don't know, there's something about the hustle and bustle that can be fun. If it's just for fun, like, oh, where are we going to park? You know, the mall parking lot's crowded that last weekend in December. I don't know. It's just kind of fun. Hey, better than being on a screen. Do any of you like hitting up the mall this time of year, humans? Let me know. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. Of course, that's your way to participate. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. Record audio into the voice memo recorder on your smartphone, and then hit the share button and share it with listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. Well, humans, the bowl games are starting up. Bowl games start this Saturday, December 16th. 
And of course, there's all the funny names, you know. Uh, there's the <laughs> there's the Tech Slayer Bowl. Well, that's not that's not for a while. I think that's. <laughs> but you know, there's the Myrtle Beach Bowl. There's the Cricket Celebration Bowl. Uh, <laughs> who can forget the famous Toastery Bowl? I don't know that one. Uh, there's the the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. That must be in Tampa because that's where Gasparilla, that pirate festival, takes place. And there's some other ones. There's a famous Idaho Potato Bowl, and humans we all know. We all know the Duke the Duke's Mayo Bowl always grosses me out because they like dump mayo on their head or like eat a bunch of mayo at the end. That that grosses me out. I'm not huge into mayonnaise, humans. If it comes on something and that's the way it comes, I get it and I enjoy it. You know, I like it on a Whopper. I like it on pimento cheese. But you you won't really catch me too often uh, divvying it out myself, humans. There's the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. That's not for a while. Anyway, humans, I think, one, it's just fun to have these on, you know. Because then you can talk about how stupid the names are. There's a Pop-Tarts Bowl this year. Who knew? You can talk about how stupid the names are. You can say, oh, man, when my parents were alive, there were, like, literally four bowls or something crazy. Or when my, you know, when my parents were both alive. You know, back in the old days. And, of course, you can watch the teams, and it's just fun. And if you are somewhere with cold weather, many, many, many of these bowl games take place in warm weather, so you kind of get to live vicariously. Uh, through the fans that are in the fun in the sun. And you think, wow, those people traveled all the way to Florida <laughs> to watch this crazy game, and maybe they had a vacation planned anyway. And you notice that sometimes the stands aren't very full when they shoot, like, a wide shot. But I have a little fun. Either do, like, a bowl challenge with some friends. It's, it's, it's when you have a stake in it, it makes it a little more fun, too. You know, you either do a bowl challenge and just see who can pick the most right, most winners right. Or, you know, me, I like a little sports gambling. So I'll just, what I'll do is, like, if there's three or four games a day, I'll just parlay every game just for fun, you know? Just do a little parlay bet on each one. And, hey, if you make it to that third game every day or fourth game. Now, some days there's six. Maybe I'll just do two, three-game parlays. Six is a little unlikely, <laughs> I've learned, humans. But it's just a fun way to make it happen, you know, just a little action, just a tiny bit of action. How do you watch the bowl games? Human list, humans, listen to at cityhallshow.com. Well, we're coming into the holidays. It's a great time of year. I may have to go, may have to. I'd like to go see the Rockefeller tree this weekend, humans. What are you up to? Have you done all your shopping? Have you started your shopping? Of course, you know, we're talking about this post... Well, I shouldn't say it's a post office mishap. We're talking about this Time Magazine post office. <laughs> See, it's coming out, Ian. It's a Freudian slip. We're talking about this Time Magazine mishap. And yet, this is the time we trust the post office the most. And, you know... I guess there's other ways that the magazine could go missing. And we are a post office friendly post office. We're pro post office here at this show. But it makes me wonder. Anyway, humans, 
Peace and love. Peace and love. See you next week.